0: Love Talk Radio
1: Greetings and welcome, my friends, to tonight's Relax, Let Go, and Be With Charles show. Tonight, babies, children, love, light, soul, and the source. Let's let the music play us in, my friends. Welcome, my friends, to tonight's Relax, Let Go, and Be With Charles show. Be With Charles show. That should be easier for me to say. I was when listening in some of the archive episodes we have. I'm surprised. Maybe I shouldn't be, knowing me. <laughs> How many times I messed that up? I <laughs> own show. Welcome to the show tonight, my friends. And we have our guest host special guest host, but he's really a guest host. He's part of becoming part of UIP, he's become part of the show, part of our journey together. Adam Bodie is joining us tonight, and we're going to be on a journey of awareness to soul consciousness from the moment of our first breath in this lifetime to our last. How will ourselves as babies and children growing into all of who we are, mind, body, and spirit? as well as being present, aware, and connected with the awesome little ones in each of us and in our lives. And my friends, we are blessed to be with you from a beautiful early spring day here in the Inland Northwest in uh, North America, We know that throughout the world, things aren't so. You know, there's all kinds of crazy going on. So we have our thoughts and prayers going out to those who are going through the last and, in some cases, worst part of the winter storms. uh, The hopes and prayers too that this is it for you. We had our last one that came through uh, last week, and 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 then we saw the 50s coming after that, and we were like, oh gosh, that's awesome. And my friends, we've been on a journey together. And this is our 201st show. We had our 200, we celebrated our 200th and that's of the new shows. That doesn't count some of the uploaded ones where we'll upload, where we have a little bit of some of our awesome archived episodes. We have a 30 some episodes available currently in our library. We have a, a lot of our archive episodes that we're going to be bringing back up for you. Uh, and, and we're also have a lot of beautiful new shows that we're bringing. In a lot of our shows, and we, you know, we make Mondays about love and inspiration, Wednesdays we try to make about awareness, and mind, body, spirit experience, and then Friday nights are Friday night spiritual nights. And we do talk a lot about love and a lot about the inner child and the, the childlike way of being with our hearts and our souls and our consciousness because there's some real goodness in that. And there's some real connection to soul and awareness. We start off fully connected when we take those first breaths. And we started a few weeks ago. We had, you know, we've had a few shows over the past few months where we talked about why are we here. We talked about anger. We talked about, we welcomed uh, some people from our local community around us. We talked about love, hope, and focus. We talked about the power of love. And then we started a journey a couple weeks ago that started with the child within. It's really beginning to explore for ourselves that part of us, you know, when we talk tonight and we're going to talk tonight from the perspective that Adam and I are both parents and I'm a parent and grandparent, so we're going to talk from that perspective, but we're also going to talk a little bit about our own, you know, if you're listening right now, there was a time in this lifetime that you were a baby and maybe there's times in many lifetimes you were a baby and maybe there you experienced being a baby in different dimensions in different ways there's all kinds of things that your soul has experienced but none quite as unique as being a human on planet earth in the third dimension and that's why we're here and we started a little bit in that journey with the child within then uh adam and i, I believe were together we were for who called my name a very special friday night spiritual night then when i was over a couple weeks ago in Covington visiting my daughter and her husband and my grandbabies for my daughter and her husband's birthday week. I did a special show with their animal babies all around me (laughs) for for puppy babies, and we did a show called Connection and Love with Their Animal Babies and Souls, and I want to tell you tonight, just as uh, on uh, Monday night, I I am now surrounded by some animal babies as well, four again, two little ones two really little little ones and two corgis for my friends that are out of town in Mexico and turned it into a EYP, mind body spirit retreat for myself and these puppies so I know well I've known them through their whole life so if you hear a bark here or there that might be them but just like the puppies a few weeks ago when we get into the relaxation and the spiritual part of things they just they just go into a relaxed place just, they're all that three of them zonked out around me right now and then earlier this month, we had our Curians Being of the Light. If you haven't heard from that, please check it out. I think it was just, uh, uh, well, the last live Wednesday night we had was with uh, Adam, and we talked about very scary times for our kids, teens, and young adults. A lot of feedback on that show and heard from a lot of people who have in their own families had their kids or grandkids or nieces, nephews. Attempt to be scammed, or be scammed, or be taken advantage of in different ways. Please, please, please listen to that show, and share it with those that have children and kids, and those that, uh, and it, you know, where age appropriate, really have some conversations, some some real bad stuff going on, and and nip it in the bud by having conversation and connection with our, our children, and then. Just a few weeks ago, or maybe a week ago or so, we had our Saturday night spiritual night on Love and Free Choice. Then we uploaded a very special studio-produced show and guided meditation welcoming angels into our life. That was last Friday night's spiritual night. We had our Spring Equinox New Beginning show, our 200th episode on Monday. And with a lot of the shows where we've been talking about children and love, they do tie together. They do tie together in bringing us to a place when we're in a world where we're so often, there's so much hate, there's so much judgment, there's so much fear, there's so much darkness, and the darkness has become stronger and bolder, right? Things can happen anywhere at any time where someone can be in such a dark space in their life that they're willing to hurt or in the precious lives of other people because they are hurting so bad, they're so lost in darkness. And then there's other people who are struggling with really deep addictions. When we talk about, like the child within, we talk about a little bit tonight, we're going to talk about the love and the light and what comes through the babies and the children, but it's also what's around them. So for many of us, we we were fortunate in that the parents and those surrounding us gave us love and gave us support. And for many of us, that was a hit and miss, depending on who and when. <laughs> and sometimes we, even unintentionally, with the best of intentions, ourselves as parents, or other, or our parents, or our parents' parents, thought they were doing the right thing, or what they were told to do, or how they were supposed to act. And then, in some ways, it still, from our perception, came with judgment or fear or chipped away at our own self worth or our own self worthiness. And we know that people that that certainly that suffer mental, mental, physical, or sexual abuse, and that's what we talked about a little bit too in the last, the very scary time for children. We're going to get into more of that in a different show with Adam as well. But when you suffer some of those things, then it really impacts your ability to realize how special you are and how much you co-create so much of your life. And that you can bring love and light and joy into your life and co-create everything that you want if you believe in yourself, if you allow the flow, if you are willing to connect with those around you that share that love, that share that vision, that share that connection. But when you've been hurt or abused or challenged in very serious ways as a child, when you're absorbing all of that information around you, then it can cause so much hurt that you do go into self-harm. And part of self-harm is addictions. And Adam and I are going to talk about that in a different show too. But there's many people, when you see so many people hurting in this world today, and how many people didn't receive love or didn't receive encouragement or support or didn't have a parent that if they, like every other human, maybe they said something in a way that they know that wasn't right, but they they weren't, Aware enough to go, whoa, wait a minute. Sorry about that. We talked about that in some of earlier shows, too, that, you know, we all make mistakes. And then it's okay to say, you know what? Maybe I made a mistake. I didn't mean to get up upset, whatever it is. I've been great that the partners in my life, from my wife when we were together, and then the partners since with my children, and that, you know, we made deals with each other. You know, don't, uh, if you're too angry, back away. Tag out, we used to call it. My wife did it. Sometimes I got home from work and, and my our daughter who is beautiful, wonderful and I never remember having anything but great times with, would occasionally be a little crappy <laughs> and be being you know, in that kind of mood and and I'd walk in the door and Laura would be like, She's yours. I I need a break. <laughs> okay. You know, or moments where you we were having discussions or we you doing different things. I remember I remember a time later with my partner who was a nurse and and he and my daughter were still connected and they still are they had you know beautiful connections throughout her childhood i saw it from the moment they met talk about souls and connection and i don't know she was probably six seven and she maybe slightly younger and she got a splinter and my partner says a nurse is just going to get the tweezers and take the splinter out and oh my gosh (laughs) if you're a parent or grandparent, you know how this went like I well over an hour, maybe two hours. You get he you wouldn't even get to it and she'd start to scream and finally he's like, I can't. I need to wait. I'm like, no, All right, just let it go. So he calmed her down, he calmed down and then when she was asleep, he went in and pulled it out while she was sleeping. She woke up the next day and goes, Oh, it's gone <laughs> Yep. Yep it is. Tag out. You know, when you if you if you're reaching we're all human, if you're reaching a point where I watch my my daughter and her husband do the same thing. They trade off, you know, they They've got a two-and-a-half-year-old and one-and-a-half-year-old. There's a lot of trading off. And when grandpa's alive, there's a lot of, hey, grandpas, you know? Know your limits. And tonight, we're really going to get into that soul connection when we are babies and children, and with the babies and children. I'm to have a little fun with it, too. Tell you some things that you can do and some ways that you can experience and connect soul to soul, consciousness to consciousness, with uh, those souls that are part of those babies. And i mentioned... A couple of weeks ago and I think it was even um when we did our one last week on love and free choice or the last uh we did our Saturday night spiritual night I talked about how often people bring up children or toddlers to me and especially babies and they'll say can you sense the soul The things you can feel you know and and how much I've learned and I I talked about that a little bit in that show but I knew I was going to do another show and talk even more about it and before we get too much further in Let's bring on Mr. Adam Bodie. Are you there, Adam?
2: Yes, I'm here.
1: <laughs> nice. And you're a father as well, uh, about yes. the same age as one of my grandbabies, about two and a half. So you've definitely experienced part of the things, you know, that we're going to talk about the, tonight, which is how with babies and children, the love, the light, the source, the flow coming through is just, it's so natural. And as a child ourselves, just like the babies in our lives, we, we come into this world and that soul, and we talked about that on that special Saturday night spiritual night, but those souls, our soul consciousness comes from all over the dimensional universe. And if you're connected to your soul and your consciousness and you're aware Many people have been able to say, "I know where my soul came. I know where I came from here. I know I came from far, far away. I know I'm an angel aspect. I know I'm an aspect of, archerian or light being. I know I'm a fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh dimensional. And and for and some for some people, they'll come to me and they'll say, say, you know, so and so knows all this, and I'm not sure I'm not aware of all that.' You you become aware of what you need. To, it's a needs to know basis, <laughs> and, there's, and no one's better. Than anyone else if someone knows all about you know i've been blessed to spend my life studying my consciousness studying awareness doing some things on some of the dimensions understanding just like there's been people that have studied engineering or my daughter studied veterinary medicine i if i if someone brought their dog to me and said my dog's been hit by a car can you take care of it i could i couldn't i could put love and light i could hold space i could put some energy in but it would take somebody who studied that and and knew about it So sometimes when we come down to these lifetimes, we come down to experience certain things, and I know that there's awareness I have now in my life that if I'd have had it 20 or 30 or 40 years ago, I wouldn't have experienced what I needed to then. So that's when I say it's a needs to know basis. Sometimes our soul and our connection to soul, our guides, will share with us what we're ready for. And there's been times in my life where I've had my guides or spiritual say, you know what? You need to focus right now on the third dimension and what's happening right here. And we'll do all, we're right here, but take a few minutes and focus right where you need to. So, and babies teach us that because babies are so much in the moment. And do you, have you had, I know you're very spiritual and you've been your own spiritual journey has been unfolding, Adam. How did bringing yes. your baby into the world and connecting with that baby what are some of the insights or experiences that you want to share about that connection?
2: Um, well, uh Brooklyn is my very first child, um, and I feel like when uh I brought her into this world, you know, like it was like a spiritual experience in itself. Um, she was born July 28th at 8:08 in the morning. Wow. And uh yeah. <laughs> so, um I do definitely feel a spiritual bond to her. Um and it's just uh parenting is great and I I uh love being able to teach her things and uh, you know, be a part of her life and, and be a good role model and you know. And like you said, and I you know, I've heard that uh, my wife ended
1: up having an emergency cesarean, so, and I, I back in those days with what was happening, I got to go in with her, um, and I wasn't, I was more on her side, and at one point, they're like, do you want to come cut the cord? I did not. I was not one of those. I did not want to cut the cord. Um, matter of fact, when she came out, my daughter came out of the belly, um they went to hand her to me and ask her if I wanted to cut the cord. And I'm like, no. And aren't you supposed to clean her up first? It was funny. <laughs> they kind of looked at me. I'm <laughs> like, no, she's a gooey goose. And, and much to her dismay, although I have stopped for the most part calling her that. unless it's in a really, uh, you know, good way. Because for years, you know, and then she finally asked me. She's like, yeah, where in the world did the nickname gooey goose come from? I'm like, well, <laughs> here's the truth. <laughs> when I first saw you... <laughs> You were quite a gooey mess, and then within a few <laughs> minutes, you were looking a little a little better, a little more a little more handleable. Um, and then you can see, can't you, when you connect with? There's times when you can just sense that flow of energy, that flow of light, that flow of soul back and forth. And especially, and I think, you know, you being the the one that brought Brooklyn into the world, I think that's that's a piece of it. I think as a as a the mail and the deal, you can you can feel like you co-created that. It's not quite the same as bringing that life. And I think there's, right? there I think there's a truth in the universe when it talks and we talked about it in our show about spring, how you know how in the winter you know we go into the summer and fall and then everything kind of disappears and everything goes underground and the trees lose all their leaves and but then spring and the rebirth happens, and and that's not just with the plants, that's with the people, you know, and. Right. And I, and I think that's a, what we're seeing there in the third dimension in a physical way is the cycle of life that's in the, you know, all the way up to the umpteenth dimension, all the way up to this, to a star forming a new universe, forming a, or a new galaxy, forming a new, new planets and new life, and then eventually going in a black hole and then coming out the other side and becoming planet sun, and you know what I mean? It's like, it's a reciprocal part of life, you know? We start off with the little babies, and then later we have the babies and so have there been times I'm sure there have, but any of the where you feel like you've been connected to that soul energy connected to that uh consciousness of Brooklyn
2: um I mean she just she amazes me like honestly, she's like a little sponge, and she just um like. It really, to have a baby, uh, in itself really, uh, like made a difference in my life because it, uh, the way, like I looked at things and, um, it's really been like exciting, but also challenging in some ways, uh, because, uh, It's just a beautiful experience, right? But it comes with the challenges,
1: like sleep. <laughs> Even are first young yeah. year, yeah. All the things, you know. And there's, and I know that you have a lot of family support, which helps to be like, okay, help <laughs> here. Right. Um, and they do, you know. That's the thing when our soul comes in, and we talked about that when we talked about love and free choice. When our soul comes into these bodies, and I do believe it's when a breath is taken. I don't want to get into huge debates here, but I do, I do believe in, in, in free choice and everyone doing what's right and, and purposeful for their life. Um, but for my not just belief, but experience spiritually and consciously and with all the clients and friends and family over the years, when we take that first breath, that is when the soul and the mind and the body connect. I think the soul might visit, well, the body is like, and it's, you know, it's like when you're maybe got a new car, you know, in the, in the factory or you're going to buy a new house and they're building it and you check to see how's, how's it going? Oh, it looks like they got the foundation and, you know, because um, I do firmly believe in experience that our souls choose our lifetimes. It shows our bodies. And, when we when our consciousness chooses this soul, chooses chooses people we're with, chooses people we're going to come into this lifetime to this experience with. And from the moment we get here, we all get free choice. So sometimes we forget that how we were connected. Sometimes the man, the, the mind and the body go through things that do cause hurt or cause damage or cause you not to feel truly lovable and beautiful and awesome. And if in any any degree that you don't feel 100% those things, something's chipped away at that. And for every, if you're human, something's chipped away at that, right? And when the souls come in, you got to think about it for a moment. And that's what I see often when I connect with the baby souls, the baby consciousness. I mean, eye to eye, you know, like you always say, the eyes are windows to the soul. And they really are. I like eyes, I like touching hands, you know, and connecting. And you can look, and what I've sensed and felt so many times, From the babies and toddlers and sometimes from the children and teens (laughs) and adults (laughs) is the consciousness frustrated with the mind and body and not in a not in a judgmental way but in a discernment way like here's a soul and a consciousness that may have come from any number of dimensions in the universe and every dimension up is a little bit closer to being connected to source connected to the light you probably have more of awareness of soul Well, We know that as we go up in dimension with thoughts and consciousness and awareness, you can share so much information and you can co-create in such a quick and beautiful and intentional way just with thoughts. And many times in spiritual connection, I'll talk about how I'll connect with guides or I'll connect with people around me and I'll end up sensing and feeling, you know, what would probably take a week's worth of conversation but it all, it all makes sense and it's all there. And so you come from, from a way of being on up all those different dimensions because souls and, and souls come from every dimension and every, everything from a brand new soul experiencing its first thing to a master soul that's been many different things. And you come into this life. And you come into the, the moment that breath happens and that soul and consciousness connect with the mind and body. Here you are in a mind and body that can't speak <laughs> that and and again you may not speak you may just use thoughts as a dimensional conscious being but now you're in this body and you're on this dimension where your thoughts are only going to get you so far <laughs> and they do you watch babies and their thoughts their emotions their feelings one of the first things they are able to express to you is i am so happy and i'm so joyful and, oh, my gosh, something's wet or poopy. <laughs> and please feed me. And I'm so tired. Why won't you let me go to sleep? <laughs> and they don't have to use any words. <laughs> right, Adam? Right. <laughs> yeah, they're just, you just, uh, they, they, they do find a way to express. And that makes sense because the one thing that souls definitely is expression. And you also watch, you know, unless they're sick or they're having some, you know, some issue you know something serious happened, for the most part, babies, toddlers, young children tend to also cycle through. Like they're grumpy and they're tired and then they have a nap and they're happy and they're everything and then they fall and they hurt themselves and now when you put a bandaid on, they're fine and they're going to go play more. You know, it's like they move through those emotions too. There's nothing, there's nothing being held on to. There's nothing being taken personally. There's nothing meant personally, you know, and if you're a parent and yours is still young, blah, blah, blah. And the mine was so great in certain ways, in, in many ways. But, you know, I also know parents were, you know, someone will they'll hit up, well, I hate you, or this or that, you know, when they go through their different stages of childhood, you know. And often even then, they're right. just venting, you know. But th- that soul that comes in, and that's the thing, the, the soul consciousness comes on all aware, aware of who it's connected to, aware of what it came here to experience, and aware that some of those experiences are going to start the moment that they're in the body, right? They get to start tasting some things. They get to start seeing and hearing different things. And that's why it's so important with babies to really expose them to a lot of different things, play some different types of music, take them out on walks. walk, show them things. Their, their eyesight starts off pretty close, but it quickly grows. And one of the things I've always found most fascinating, and that was back when my baby was a baby, that they were science was coming out with with the... Understanding that long before a baby can speak they have an understanding vocabulary somewhere in the neighborhood of 29,000 words. And I know that's mind-boggling, right? Like a baby, they can't speak but yet they understand. And that's why when they're trying and they got their hand out and they're like, ah! And you're like, you pick up the cup. You want the cup? Ah! Yeah. <laughs> ah! Yeah. He wants macaroni and cheese. Ah! Wants the apple pie. Mm. <laughs> you know, they know what it is. They'll know it when you get it. You know it when you got it, right? <laughs> when you right. got the right thing, you're well aware. This, oh, this. Well, this is this, this. You know, and I know one of the things they started doing wasn't as much a thing, or at least if I didn't know about it as much, I, I, it's probably there. But uh, one thing my daughter and her husband did is started teaching basic sign language. Like I want more or thank you or tired or hungry, you know? And, and it was, it was fascinating to me how like that, that's a little easier to pick up. It's a little easier to get your, once you can get those fingers moving, because all those things, you have this, you have this consciousness, the awareness, maybe even the most master of master souls still comes in as a baby. And they have to go through that baby catching up mind and body wise. And the mind actually is pretty much pre-wired. That's the thing about it. The body is clumsy and can't hold things and can't eat, feed itself, can't hold the bottle. Very quickly, though, those things start to develop. Certain coordinations start to come into play. Pretty soon the baby is holding the bottle, is using a fork for some things, is able to point or articulate, even if it's through their sounds or tones, not words yet, <laughs> but it, exactly they're seeking or looking for. But the mind, the mind is there. And I know that from working with people that, you know, of all ages and in my own experiences and things that my grandfather, mother, and some parents uh, in my life did when I was young to help me. You know, they knew, you know, that you're a sponge and so you can absorb. And I was reading very early and I was doing other things because they were really... You know, I, I, with my grandfather especially, he was really working it. He was a school teacher. He had all these theories. And I was his first chance <laughs> to try them all out. And I'm glad he did. It was it, In mind, body, spirit way, it was amazing. And But for the soul, there can be some frustration. Because they want to experience all these things. And literally the mind and body have to catch up. But that mind, that's where I got off for a second. The mind is a sponge. The mind, and I know this from working with clients and working with hypnotherapy, working with guided meditation and spiritual experiences, where for different reasons, I've been able to, you know, for that people needed and different objectives that they had in their sessions that we were able to take them back to being extremely young and having very vivid, involved memories. And, and it was fascinating to me because I knew it, I knew it in... In principle, I knew in principle that our minds are these sponges, that they, from the moment you take that first breath, our mind is taking in everything we hear, everything we see, everything we touch, everything we smell, and everything we taste. And that's why you see babies wandering around in toddlers, and I know my daughter and her husband have all these plugs and all these different things everywhere it's funny because they were talking about me and my partner's house ha- my house my partner's house and we don't have any children obviously my child's having children but she was talking about when they bring them they have to kind of watch them because yeah we're not we're not at all child proof you know but they have it very child proof but I tell her about when I grew up in the I was born in the mid-60s What I you know grew up in the late 60s and 70s none of that stuff existed and I did get shocked a few times by the plug and you know uh or you know there were things you learned but that's why you see babies and toddlers as as mammals as the avatars we go through this thing that all five senses have to be involved I see it I touch it I smell it I taste it <laughs> so to making noise I listen, if I can make noise with it I give it give a kid some pans and a couple wooden spoons they're on that <laughs> right they know yep I can do it. Um, And so they're, you know, they're using those senses and that we don't recognize is absolutely everything is being recorded, is being placed in our mind. It's a giant sponge. You and I were talking about before the show about it, Adam. Like, it's a giant sponge. It's taking everything in. Good, bad, and indifferent. And the difference is, and unless you have, uh, you know, a disease, or sometimes, as you get older, you know, and even as you get older, I've worked with so many people eighty some year old a few a few years back, some eighty some year old world war II veterans, and under the right circumstances, they could go all the way back, even young childhood, remember other times, not at all it did, but it doesn't mean it's not there it might a lot of times it means it's disconnected, or when we're kids, what happens is we absorb, we absorb, we absorb, we absorb, and then at a certain point and it, you know, you have, a, you have all these averages and that's all they are. There, there, there's, we're, we've learned through our show, if nothing else, Adam, right, that we're all on a spectrum. There's a giant spectrum, yes. you know, um, you know, as you talked about being autistic, that comes with a part of the spectrum and, and can make some of the ways of learning or understanding a little bit more challenging, even though What's and we've talked about that too. What can be more challenging is not actually knowing, but more expressing. Right. It's like the knowledge is there, the awareness is there. You're very, I know you. You're a super intelligent person, but sometimes with autism or with other many other types of of challenges, expressing yourself in the ways that others see you for who you are is the difference. You get it, but you're you know you get it. But but it's it's being able to express it and being able to be comfortable and being able to be uh, at peace with yourself so that you you're know, not stressed or not you know so it's like and and all these things that that we that we as babies are just taken in until somewhere around seven eight nine those experiences begin to start to get sorted a little bit. And especially what we view, and there's an important one. That's why communication and connection with your children are so important. What we view, we as the child, view is important, begins to get sorted in certain ways. So that's where over the years I've heard things like, like a parent that would even jokingly say, oh, my gosh, you're so dumb. Oh, could you be any dumber? Oh, you're the most stupid kid I've ever seen in my life. Guess what honestly happens? Whether you're joking or not, (laughs) you you, you take that on. Um, If you're seeing a lot of abuse or a lot of hate, many kids, almost every kid that's involved in a divorce or that's involved in domestic violence, ends up feeling responsible for that violence. Sometimes misguided parents tell them so as well. (laughs) If you weren't such a rotten kid, I wouldn't have to beat your mom all the time. I actually had people that told me those are the types of things they heard. Horrible. Wow. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. It's bad enough that you probably think it because you're coming from your consciousness. You're coming from your awareness. And we all think everything's about us. So it doesn't matter who's upset or what's happening. And it's just, you know, we talking about the animal babies a couple of weeks ago. It was the same with my daughter. My, my animal baby right now, Sarah Bells, is very sensitive. So if I'd be, even if I'm watching TV or I'm talking to someone on the phone and I'm like, oh my gosh, or something like that, she'll be like, what, what did I do? You know? And I saw that real quickly with my daughter too. It was like, oh, got to watch tone, got to make sure, you know, if you, or, you know, even sometimes with my daughter, we'd be watching football or, you know, I used to even play Madden <laughs> and stuff with her. Her controller wouldn't be hooked up when she was really younger, but I'd have my, you know, and we'd be playing, I'm like. You know, oh, my gosh, you know, or, you know, something something else like that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> how did he not catch that? Oh, no. And I'd be like, no, no, Felicia, not you, the guy on TV, the guy on TV. I'll never forget the time, and she was probably only three, four-ish, that she, one time we were playing, and I was doing that, where I had my controller and she had hers and we were playing together. Then all of a sudden she looks at me, so we just look and take the controller, and drops it and walks away. Like, the awareness came that the controller wanted to look up. <laughs> you know, she's like, this game just ended, Dad. You're either going to teach me how to play. I'm, you know, and I'm like, okay. And even then, I'm like, I'm sorry. And even then, because of I tried to work with her a bunch, too, you know, there was a part of her that was hurt. It was, it was like, hey, dude, I thought you were like, I'm um, up and up. And now what's this about? You, it's not hooked up all the time <laughs> like okay okay we'll, we'll change it but it's all there it's all recorded we're all sponges and then that eight or nine we start sorting it at about 11 through 12 13 14 depending on the age that's when we start to become what we call hardwired we start to take all the information we've got everything we've accepted the connections that we have and we start to hardwire a man and as anyone that's raised a teenager that's where also things can get a little dicey times, you know? And if you have, you know, been a human and said things that you maybe would have put a different way or you let the connection drift in some way, those sorts of things, boy, now's the time and you really need to get in there and fight harder because the older they get, and the more hardwired they become. If part of their hardwiring is that they can't talk to you or that you don't hear them or that you disapprove of them, that's going to make a real statement in your ongoing relationship, everything's changeable. Everything's healable. But like one of my friends used to say, the best way to heal something is not cause the hurt in the first place. Right? <laughs> best way to heal something is not cause the hurt in the first place. And those, you know, I've taken people back and probably two of the most amazing things that I've, I've you know, that I've had happen is one time I had a, a man who is in his, He was adopted when he was three and a half, four years old. He'd been trying to see if he could reconnect with his birth mother. They told him the only way he could reconnect is that he, on his own, had to find, get her name. His, His adopted parents, had unfortunately, when he was just a young man, had passed away, and he just didn't have any connections. So he knew he was connected to this certain agency, so he went there, and they said, yeah, you'd have to have certain things. So he came to me, and he said, you know, I heard that you're really good, and you can do some regression therapy you know could you help me go back so I can remember and I said we can try probably some information you stored somewhere like like when's the first time you heard your mom's name you know like we all we all know like I can't tell you for sure what age I was but I was pretty young when I knew my mom's name was Judy you know like I'd heard it her sister enough people call it you know and it's a quick moment for two and I've talked about it before but for how memory therapy and regression works and I was really taught in what was called a heart-centered, client-centered way. So, for instance, we, uh, we would connect with whatever's going on for you as a client. So if you were having some hurt, if you were reacting a certain way, if a certain button was being pushed, we'd say, let's go back to when that hurt started or, you know, this memory, you know, the first memory of, of feeling this way, et cetera, uh, and let it go where it goes. And that can sometimes go into, like, past lives, things like that. But that can often go to, like, the first, you know, you're really afraid of water, what's the first thing that happened? Oh, when you were three, you fell in the water, things like that. Uh, As opposed to talking to someone and saying, wow, you're exhibiting signs of being abused in some way. Let's go find that abuse. You don't say that. You don't do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? You, You help them identify what the hurt is and where it's coming from and then go back to it. I've never had someone... In the, in the techniques I was taught, and the ways that I work with people, come up with anything like a false memory, any of those sorts of things. Are they possible? Yes. It's all about the approach. It's all about the technique. <laughs> if I try to make you think something, or if I let you go to what naturally you already know. And so like in his case, the gentleman's case, we were able to go back and he was able to go back and have actually pretty interesting he had several memories of hearing his mother's name, at least first name. He had to get that last name, right? Get this. He was three and a half, four. And we're back in a memory. And he liked when the male came in playing with the male. He was able, even the, even the person that, was the, that he went to from the adoption agency was shocked when he told them about, you know, here's what I did. He, he was able to be back at three years old Playing with the mail, and remember, he's three then. He's in his thirties now, so the same mind, same physical, mental mind, and he was able to he was able to hold an envelope in his hand and read the name and address. Now, here's the thing about it: you have a three-year-old mind memory connecting with the thirty-some-year-old, so it literally came. You know, I. I had to go letter at a time, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, what letter, I see a M, okay, and I knew already her first name was Mary, so we're on a good roll, you know what I mean, then an A, then an Ur, er, an Ur, er, I bet that's an R, you know what I mean, um, and he was literally able to, as from this present mind, look into this memory and remember seeing this address, shocked that shocked even me I was like wow I'm going to remember this one and I told him I said do you mind if I use this because this is pretty damn good I knew this was possible and now you just proved it <laughs> you were able to read me an envelope and and he did say that there's no the probably part of the reason that was is again from he he can't remember when it started he really liked playing with it he goes I don't know maybe my mom and Dad didn't like paying the bills or something. Or, you know, my mom's like, I don't know why I was always able to play with. Like, they didn't care about the mail. But he was able to play with it, run around with it. It was a big thing with him. He pretended he was the mailman. So he probably saw that address over and over and over and over. And his mind was recording it. Pretty interesting, right? And he heard her name. And then somebody else I took back, and that was the youngest I ever took somebody. Her dad passed away when she was just shy of a year old. She was somewhere, she said, around 10, 11 months old. And she had no memories of him, but she wanted to see. She goes, Charles, I know it's a long shot, but do you think there's any chance I might be able to have even the slightest memory? You know. And so we went back, and at first, when we got back, we got back to her being held in her mom's arms. And she figured out, again, that you got the adult looking back on this memory, right? She was being held in her mom's, mom's arms as a baby, and, she, and the mom's got a brooch on, and the brooch is hitting the sun, and the sun is, is getting her eyes. So she's like, my mom's holding me. She goes, I can tell. I can tell because the people are standing around. I can tell by what people are wearing. And my mom, like, holds me down, and I can tell she's holding me down right by the coffin. And then there's this brooch and this light that's hitting my eye. When she went to her mom and told her about this memory, her mom was shocked. Because she asked her, she goes, so what does this brooch look like? And she goes, really? The biggest thing I remember about it shining in my eyes. But let me think for a minute. And she goes, yes. Because she had described it to me a little bit. And we recorded the session. She goes, yes, I think I. And so she described what she remembered as a baby of the brooch her mom's wearing. And her mom goes, wow. She goes, you're freaking me out right now. And she said, why? And she said, because that ugly thing was only on me once. At the funeral. At the graveside. Because your aunt aunt came up and stuck it on me. This was grandma's, (laughs) you should wear it now. And as soon as it was over, I was taking it off and throwing it in my coat pocket, gave it back to her, never saw it again. And she remembered even before that, she remembers sitting like before the graveside. We went back, we did another session, went back further. She remembered being in like the memorial service. She called her mom about that. She was right about something. And so then we pushed as far far back as her mind could possibly go, connecting to that feeling, connecting to that connection that she knew that she had with her dad, with the spirit, with the soul, even though she'd spent only 10, 11 months with that soul. She came here to be with him, and she remembered she went back and had like, I would say, it was like four or five memories, and some of them for extended periods of time, with him rocking her in a chair, with him whispering something to her, and that was interesting too, and I won't, you know, say the exact words or whatever, you know, because when I share stories and I get people's permission to share stories, I also don't share any identifiables or anything, but... There was a sweet nickname that he had for her and she shared that with her mom, being held and having him say, oh, my little, I'll just say for my case, gooey goose. And my mom was like, you're right. And again, could do some description of what she saw around her and she was like, that that was your first nursery. (laughs) You know, so the memories are there, the connections are there. The awareness is there. And the children, and we talked about that coming into the show, that when you're on love and light and you're in a beautiful flow and connection and, you're, and you're, you just look at the world with wonder and you're this sponge, we're much more connected to our spiritual side. We're much more connected. Sometimes we will see ghosts or we'll hear things or we'll, you know, and, and depending on how people around us encourage or discern that information, is depending on how much we leave that part of ourselves open. You know, when Felicia was younger, we used to do something called swimming in the light, where I would, we'd do meditations and I'd bring her into the light. And the first few times we did it, and she was probably three-ish, three, four-ish, and she saw me do a med. She was like, Dad, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm connecting to I want to do it. I remember the first time, and this is something you can think about with Brooklyn here in a few months, or, or, so, or when you're trying to nap. I wasn't even trying to nap her at that time, though, but... I was like, you know, I did use it after that, for that different times, but just relax, connect with the light, You just go into the light, and you can connect with this very core, very center of your consciousness, center of your awareness, center of your soul, whatever words you want to use, and the first time we did it together, I was, you know, we did, I did a meditation that was probably about 30, 40 minutes, and then I came out, you know, I was in a little bit longer, but then I was, oh yeah, she's next to me, so I've got to be aware, so I came out, and she was still out like a rock, so I was like, okay, no big deal. An hour or so goes by, and when she comes up, she goes, Dad, where'd you go? I'm like, what? She goes, where'd you go? It was great. I was in there. I was doing it, and all of a sudden, you were gone. I just kept going. It was so fun. I saw this and that and experienced this, and it's like awesome. you know. We can, And, and, and as we get older, and we do have chips in our armor, as they put it, chips in our heart, when we start not feeling as open to be sponges for energy, if we don't feel as open for love and light, or connection, or awareness, or we're not feeling very good about ourselves, and that becomes a big part of it. We have a lot of judgments or fears about ourselves, so we don't, we fear reaching out, (laughs) we fear connecting because we think we're bad in some way, or we're less than in some way, or we're broken in some way. Instead, we've just been hurt. So it becomes important to reconnect, and it also, I think, becomes part of that reconnection, just like in our animal baby show, becomes our babies. They help us to remember. We look at them and we see, oh my gosh, look at all the hope they have. Look at all the connection. Look at all the ways that they are being those sponges and taking in all those experiences. And then we, as the parents or as the uh, mentors or guides in their life, we get the awesome possibility of being able to learn from our own experiences and encourage that love and encourage that awareness that connection and I know you had some things to share too about soul and babies in connection yes
2: <laughs> um, well uh, I guess um, like it's really important for people to heal their inner child and do uh, the shadow work you know working with your unconscious mind uncover the parts of yourself that are, you either repress or you hide from yourself.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and, uh, one of the things that I've learned in my healing journey, um, like you can actually use tones and like binary beats and heal yourself. And that's something that I've been doing for a while. Uh, like, uh, Epigenetics type stuff.
1: Say it again. It and, kind of broke up a little bit right there. Say, oh, say it again.
2: oh, uh, epigenetics. Okay. Um, so, like, basically, like using binary beats to heal uh, traumas or, or just your DNA or brain in general. Uh, it's something that I do as a daily practice uh, to remain uh, cleansed and like. Uh, on track with everything I'm doing, and <laughs> I'm doing a lot of good things this year so uh and that
1: tones and music that's a really good point too and Tracy talked about that she's talked about it on on Monday show she does the sound healing the the music right. and the tones and things we use from Elizabeth on the show are with reason. she made them with reason to create healing right. to create letting go of hurt letting go, and that's why with babies too i i I worked with a lot of Really challenging some some kids that really had some really deep struggles, and really deep challenges. And one friend of mine that was a client that became a really good friend, and then she had a child who had multiple diagnoses. And as a as a mid to young toddler, even a young child, he could have moments of just screaming for 30 minutes, or just crying for 40 minutes. like just rage or just and. When I was just working with the uh, Mozarts for Kids or Mozarts for Children, something like that. Someone had turned me on to it was a CD selection that you play for, some for creativity, some for relaxation, some for just right. healing. And I, I, I remembered I'd just gotten them, and, and she'd asked if we could watch them for a weekend. And my partner and I did, and it's interesting because at one point my partner was like, I gotta go, I got to take a break. Again, tagging out, right? And then, so he went out front, sat on the porch for a bit, and then I sat, uh, sat with the beautiful kid and I put in some of the music and just let it play. And it probably still took about 15 minutes for the first time. And they just started listening. And I, and then very quietly. And that's the other thing. You want to bring a child or bring, it doesn't matter, a child, the baby, a human, someone in your life, you want to bring them down instead of up. And somebody comes at you and they're, wah, (laughs) I mean, you could, literally, it's your tone. You said it. If they're like, wah, and you're like, oh, my God, screaming kid, and they're like, wah, and you're like, oh, my
0: God, and they're like, wah,
1: you know, that that's one way to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And they're learning something there. And I've seen parents in situations where that becomes a thing. (laughs) It's not a thing you want it to become, though. Instead, your tone, your way of approaching, you know, wah. Oh, what's wrong, little guy? And if you come down, they want to hear. So if you're talking and you're saying something, and like with that young man who was going through something, you know, he'd get really loud, and i just be going like, wow, I could tell you're really hurting. I'm really sorry. When you're a little bit relaxed and calm, I'm ready to hear what's happening for you. And it, I kept that tone. And soon he'd come down in octaves, or or just for a few. What do you say? Are you, are you talking to me? It sounds like you are. You know, like, wait. And they'll, they 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 begin to match where you are, and that music, those tones, it is powerful. It's you know we music touches all of our lives, and I and I've talked to people who've gotten really depressed or really lost in their lives, and I'll say what music you're listening to, or are you life, and 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 it's always a red flag to, and I know there's trouble in their lives and they're like, oh, I'm not. You're not listening into music. You're so depressed, you're so dark, you're in such a bad spot that you're not, that you've cut music out. Ouch. Ouch. Wow. That's got to hurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's got to <laughs> hurt. Um, and we were going to touch on a little bit too since she was talking about babies, children, love, light, and the soul, and the source is that the other thing is about babies and past lives. Right. And what are some things you found out? I, I know you were looking at some things too. Um, or well,
2: maybe I'm wrong. I I watch. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I, I watch a lot of like videos on YouTube like about kids that have uh came to their parents and uh told them that and, uh, some of them are just like amazing and, uh, like shocking. <laughs> and, yeah. Oh, telling them about remembering where they were
1: big or remembering a different time or, you right. know, and I, yeah. so, and I, and I've seen, you know, her clients have shared the same things. Friends have said the same thing. Family members have shared the same, um, from simple things like, you know, I forget whose kid this was, but it was someone in one of my extended families around me that they came to me and they're like, we got a new one for you, Charles. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, because I tell people when children get just a little bit older than, than Brooklyn and, and my granddaughter Olivia are now, you have to let them get to where their their vocabulary, their speaking is a little bit more there. And, right. um, and then you can say, Do you remember when you were big? That's it. Don't elaborate. That's it. And I've gotten so many responses when I do the path to total consciousness, I tell people too, you know, just find your moment, slide that in there. Do you remember when you're big? One of the most interesting I ever heard was a was a uh, woman who said that she asked her grandson, do you remember when you were big? And he was probably four or five-ish. And he looked at her, he said, he got this. He always, he was, he, she, he always had, you could tell he was the master spirit. You could tell it, the consciousness, the awareness flowing through him, you know, and she said, I, and I sensed that without any words, you know, that this is quite the spirit. And I've done the same thing. I'll hold babies and go, Oh, whoa, this one's going to be something, you know, like uh, this, this little guy's got something going on. This little girl's you get the sweet angel spirit coming through. Um, and he, she said that he, got this weird look in his eye, kind of like he was sizing me up and down, kind of squinting his eyes together, looked at me and said, yeah, I do. Why do you want to know? Right? (laughs) I'm a four-year-old, like, "Like, huh, (laughs) you want to go there, do you? Let me decide if I want you to know. And I'm like, well, that's a good one. Um, And then I had that one, you know, guy that called me up and he said, he goes, here's what happened. He goes, that was really interesting. And this was with their son. He was probably about six years old, six, seven. And he'd always talked about different things. And they mentioned that. But at times, he would just, they didn't have to ask if he were big. He would tell them, you know, before I used to do this, before I used to do that. And then one night, one day, he's in for nap, like on a weekend. And he comes up from nap, and he's acting really strange. And he's kind of like sitting off in a corner and looking at both of them. And they're like, hey, buddy, what's up? And he's like, he holds his hand up, like a finger up, like, hold on, wait. You know, and they're like,
0: oh, <laughs> All
1: right. still waking up, I guess, you know. And 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 they said, you know, he sat there for a few minutes. And we are both like, you know, kind of softly to ourselves, like, what's the world what is happening over here, you know. And then he gets up and comes over. And he looks at both of them and says, I just want you to know, I used to be your husband. I'm fine that you're her husband to her dad. And I'm fine being both your sons, both your son, and walks off. And they're both like, okay. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, mom, we used to be, now this is it. Now I'm the son. I get it. It's good. We're all good, all good here. we're all good, no worries. <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, okay <laughs> you know and And I shared with you before the show about a family member I know whose son came to her and uh younger age, and tells her at one time that he goes, "Mom, I know that I think the I know what I did before, and she had asked him, I think she had said, do you remember when you were big or something but the, but he you know this was later you know, different timing, and he goes, he goes, I remember some things, and I remember that I was, I flew planes for the bad people. She's like, the bad people? He's like, with the weird cross, the bad people. And then, like she said, like a week or two later, there's something on TV or whatever, and there's like, something comes on, and the, the Nazi flag is there, and he literally points and goes, the bad people, Mom, the bad people, flew, I, the planes, the bad people. I was one of the bad people, and then she's like, "Oh gosh," and he goes, "But I didn't want to be." Everybody kind of had it's what you had to do. It, you, it's what, it, but it's okay. I'm not that. I, it's okay, you know. And then she's like, "Yeah, buddy, it's okay." And then she called me up. She was like, "Guess what just happened?" <laughs> and you know, I've had so many of those types of stories shared. And again, it comes the same thing about when I do past life connection, that we we know that our soul that there's a part of our consciousness (coughs) that has experienced far more things than being human. I'm blessed that I feel like I have a lot of awareness and experience with that. One of the ways that that I feel, you know, I definitely have sadness, and and I connect with those that have passed, and I really believe from my experience I do, and I hear from them, and I see them. I also know that once you're in soul, Consciousness that doesn't mean you're necessarily human it doesn't mean you're necessarily just a blob of light either there's a lot of things to be in the universe <laughs> I mean um, a lot of different ways of having form or structure to your life or your consciousness uh, without being human um, and and for many people, you know there are many people that are experiencing being human for the one and only time they're ever going to do it, and there's other souls that have experienced nothing but being human. And there's other souls that have experienced a lot of other things and, like, coming and experiencing humans from time to time. And they all exist. They're all real. And the reason to connect, the reason to experience that flow, is because the more you understand about all of who you are, the more you understand about why you're here, to experience that touch, that taste, that smell, the things that we can see and the things that we can hear... Physically and spiritually. Because so we all know that there's a combination of all of those things. All of those senses are very physical and very third dimensional and very much why we're here. I have a friend that says you must really love strawberries because you often talk when you talk about these types of things about, you know, the taste of a strawberry. Yeah, strawberries are delicious. Why not? A strawberry or an apple or a donut for that matter. You know, something that's just delicious. But spiritually and physically, emotionally, and with our hearts, with our, actual, with our actual eyes and our consciousness, we do see, we do hear, feel, we do hear. We do have real emotions and feelings that flow through us that elicit physical and mental responses, but don't, but don't necessarily... Oh, I got some barking puppies but don't necessarily affect us other one. <laughs> Hold on. I'll let you speak for a moment, Adam, and I'll see if I can see what's happening here, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what are um, some other ways in that that you've noticed with the spiritual?
2: Yeah. I, I mean, um, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: We're in a, sorry about that. That was kind of on the, we're in a space where there are also lots of things like deers and stuff that can pop around. <laughs> so I'm sure that might have been what's happened. Right. Okay. Um, but were there other examples or things you wanted to share about souls, love, babies, children, love, light, source? <laughs>
2: um, no. <laughs> you
1: got it. You got it.
2: Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, how much
1: can you speak to this for a minute? How much has it brought to your awareness, to your consciousness, about being human, about that connection to soul, with Brooklyn, and the connection you feel with her?
2: Um. Well, for me, like I feel like. Uh, just the experience of like her, like being two and everything. It's just it's a whole new experience for me, and it's like uh, Glenn and uh, I. Uh, I just I I wonder about those things like the past lives and stuff like that uh, about her sometimes because I'm like she's just. So unique and amazing, and And so you can sense her soul, her consciousness, her awareness. Yes, definitely.
1: And you can tell from that that there's a story there somewhere
2: when it's ready to come
1: out. (laughs) Right. And (laughs) And you get to be a part of that experiencing, that experience, and that soul and that consciousness expressing itself in this lifetime. And that's what's beautiful. You know, that's part of the... And I think there's an example for us, you know, and that we're, quote, unquote, in the image of the source, of the God. And then, you know, our lifetimes and our ways of being are, are a parable of the universe, you know, of the living and dying, the cycles, you know, and the things that, right. you know... You know, you're, you're a lot, bit, lot... I was going to say you're a little bit... You're a lot bit younger than me. <laughs> you know, you're younger than I am. Um, but as you bring those babies in and then you watch... You know, and I've seen in my life, you know, so I brought my baby in and raised my baby. Now my baby's having babies, and I'm getting pictures <laughs> of that. And then i looked around me, and then some of the people that were before me, you know, I've had some parents that have passed. I've had most of my, well, matter of fact, it, it just happened not too long ago, but all of the grandparents have passed. You know, so it's like, then you feel yourself in the, just like the soul in the, in the universe, the body and the planet goes from being that little baby to being a child to being a teenager and a young adult to starting our own families or our own connections and our own ways of being and our you know our next and then we see ourselves and we become the mentors we become the ones that people are coming to you know what I mean and um and then when we're you know, at a certain point, Charles won't be here anymore. At a certain point, years and years and years down the road, Adam might not be here anymore. But Brooklyn will. And then Brooklyn's children. Or Felicia will. And then Felicia's children. their children. Just And it is, it is the planet and our own humanity showing us and, and giving us the experience of truly being part of the universe in going through the cycle of life. Right. And then when you understand things like that souls come back, that it's not always just one time, you know, that we we come back and we experience and, and, you know, if this lifetime gets cut short or this lifetime... Doesn't quite go the way we want it to go. Many lives, many masters. Brian Weiss, read the book, people. Read the book. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It starts you on the path of understanding. and one of the best, most succinct ways of explaining consciousness and 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 being human. And and sometimes I, I really, you know, I'll have people that come to me and 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 everything's good and everything, all awareness can bring you a good space. But I caution people when they do get involved in things like past lives or. Knowing what they did when they weren't in human form, as far as their soul or their consciousness, that's important. And that awareness can be strengthening and can bring you wisdom. Also, remember that you're here. <laughs> it's nice right. to, ask to project and meditate and connect, and those are important things. But you, but you get to experience being here too. That's why you. That's why your soul came. So right. if you find yourself going too deep down certain rabbit holes or deep dives, and you're like, you know, I've had people like read you all, know, I just I'm going to ask to project every night or I'm going to spend all day doing this. No, find balance because, you know, don't spend all your time as a human being in the other dimensions because you're, you're here. Find what in the other dimensions is connected to you in this lifetime and can bring you some love and light and some inspiration and some wisdom and some strength. That's what's important. That's what's valuable. Right. And before we let you go tonight, uh, and thank you for sharing. I know that this. That, and I, if you were with us on Monday, you know that we were, had a lot of confusion when we talked about what today was going to be about. We had some, we do have a very special show coming up. We're waiting for the principal parties that are involved to be able to come together on a day. It's a very, we need you. We need the psychics and spiritual people in our community. We need people that are, you know, there's a real, uh, tragic real life events that they're seeking some help in in the disappearance and then later the finding the somebody um, no longer living and, and we have a variety of people coming together and it's been about three, four years and they're really reaching out for help. So watch for an upcoming show that and we'll you'll know. It'll be we'll put it in on our you know follow us on our Facebook page, it's right there uh, on our and, you'll, and we'll let you know, we will really advertise this one's coming, but we thought for a minute that that might be tonight because I gave them that opportunity when they reached out to me and said, hey, Charles, we'd like to do a show. We'd like to do it on your show because we want to reach out to the spiritual community as well as individuals to help us. Uh, and, and so we weren't quite sure if that was going to happen. <laughs> and we found out yesterday that that's definitely going to be a different date to bring everyone together. We, were, we had, I started working on this one, but we kind of had held. So I appreciate Adam coming on. And, and I knew you had a, a grand perspective as, from your own child and, and your own childhood, you know, the, the importance of healing the hurt. Um, and we, we're going to be back. And, but for you, oh, and that's one thing we have to clear up a little bit, too, before we get to the meditation part. We, on Monday night, we talked about that you were going to be on a podcast yesterday.
2: That right and mis- it, that
1: go ahead
2: <laughs> yeah that was a misunderstanding um it it's an interview uh it was an interview uh for an article on queerosphere.net so um queerosphere is also going to be one of my sponsors for the artist meet and greet coming up um it's uh the artist meet and greet is a fundraiser for the jonah project and it's going to be held at shadel library april 7th two thirty to 5 and uh queero spear is going to be there and uh the jonah project people are going to be there and um you know I might be and, there you, know, yeah. you never know i i, I hope so <laughs>
1: yeah and then so they're doing an article, and when that article comes out, we post it and let people know about it. Yes. Awesome. And, and then and you just said your event is going to be April 7th, 2.30 to 5, Shadow Park Library. And for those that want to participate, because this is a fundraiser for the Jonas Project, the Jonas Project that helps people, I think, around the world, right? Adam, or is it just in the United States?
2: Um, I think it's just in the United States, but maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so as
1: far as we know, the United States. I I think they may reach out, but they really help people that are that are in domestic violence or or human tra- more more specifically human trafficking, and those that are coming out of such situations who need a lot of healing, a lot of love, a lot of support, um, mental, physically, and spiritually. And Adam is donating a percentage of what. It's from his art show to Jonas project. And so if you're not able to go and be at the Shadow Park Library, which is here in the Illinois Northwest, so if you live around the world or f- across the country, probably not a thing, you can, his Instagram and his artwork uh, on his Facebook page are all right there in the show's description. And you can go to those and, and you can send us an email to relaxletgo be at gmail dot com or our email and just say, Hey, I'm interested in Adam's art or I'd like to help out and we'll I'll connect you up. Adam will Adam will take care of you, won't you, Adam?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes you will. And uh so, also wanna mention uh so if there's anyone out there that would be interested in also being a sponsor or uh, getting involved in some way with my meet-and-greet art show, uh, definitely reach out, and uh, we'll see how things go, you know?
1: <laughs> there's, other, there's other ways to be involved. So Yes. Just say, I that, want to know about Adam's art show, and we'll send you all the information you need.
2: Yes, Absolutely.
1: Well thank you for being with us tonight Adam and sharing some of your insights. I'll be interested to hear when Brooklyn gets a little bit older what she has to tell you about what she remembers when she was bigger. They're even more so to see the wisdom and the talents and the inspirations that she brings into the world for all of us to see and be part Absolutely. of, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Excellent. Well thanks for being with us tonight and We know we're going to be back soon too together we're going to do that special show with the Jonas project we're going to have a show coming up with the people that are seeking help in the uh, for the missing veteran that would would later turn up uh, uh, turn up dead and there's all kinds of questions about it and they want some help from the community from all of us so we're, we're going to be participating in a few ways coming up and working on a few things together. But thanks for being with us tonight, Adam.
2: Yeah, no problem. It's a pleasure to be here, you know.
1: All right. Thank you, Adam. And folks,
2: we've we've talked about a
1: lot tonight. And, and there's a lot of ways of experiencing and being part of the universe and having an awareness to mind, body, and soul. And the babies and the children in our lives they are a gift from the source they're a gift into our lives and and like I said earlier in the show I definitely believe in making the choices that you need to in your life and I've worked with many people who knew that it wasn't the right time and and we would do a mind body spirit meditation where they connect with that soul and say you know what it's not it's not the right time but I, I welcome you back when the time is right and that can happen too, so I want to make clear that I think that everyone should be all of who they are and be in a place where they know that they're ready to be welcoming and a good parent and a good guide, a good mentor to that soul that's coming in, and that you also look through all the different possibilities. If it, you're not in a place where you know that you're struggling, and I was adopted, you know, I have three sets of parents in my life, and so sometimes your parents or those around you know that you might need a different environment or a different place to be, and and there's people that step forward and help with that. There's many ways of, of, of being a parent. There's many ways of being involved. There's many people who aren't the biological parents of somebody's life, but yet they become the mentor. They're the grandparent or the aunt and uncle, either through death or through struggle that the parent might be going through. And they step up and they become that, that mentor, that source, that love, that light for that child, for that baby. And for having that as part of my life, I know that my I know that my adoptive parents were as good and beautiful and wonderful as as my natural parents and, and they feel grateful. I got a card just recently from my adoptive parents that told me how grateful they were that I was able to become part of their life and be in their life at a special place and a special point and that because they had they had tried to have a child and they lost that child just before, lost that child before it was born, and then they they felt like they would never have a child. And I ended up they, I came into their life when I was about 11 years old, and they raised me for the next few years. And then we stayed connected all these years. And they're like, thanks to you, we not only have you, we have a grandchild, and then we have great grandchildren. We have a whole part of a family that we're part of. I know other people that have reached out and been part of families. They've created, they've, they've made it their, uh, their goal in life, part of their inspiration in life is to adopt children that are harder to adopt, children that are either of an older age, 14, 15, 16 years old, and even 17, they've adopted one person at 17, and I said, wow, that's beautiful, and they're like, yes, because now they have a family for the rest of their life. This is a person that had zero family, like they'd grown up, you know, just in foster homes. So my friends, there's many ways that tonight's show might be an inspiration, might bring something to you, might inspire you to, you know, to either do some healing on your own inner child, to realize that the part of you knows all the things that have happened in your life, but also to think about all the ways that you can step forward and be helpful, maybe be a caregiver, maybe offer to help out the kids when they need someone to watch them maybe do something to adopt a child or bring somebody in the world when give somebody that family give somebody that love maybe you want to be a foster parent that's helping children that in a time when they need it the most there's so many different ways that we can learn and once you do once you connect with those children with those babies with those with that beautiful love and light, with that beautiful soul, even if they've gone through some hurt, even if they've, you know, especially children that have that are going through the foster care system, often they've gone through some violence, they've gone through some abuse, they've gone through not being loved, not being given support in their lives. And this is a chance for you to be part of their healing. And it's a win-win because you're gonna learn and experience as much from them as they are from you and if you have your own kids and your own babies and your own grandbabies your own <coughs> family that with children in there what are the ways that you might be able to bring some love some light some inspiration some breaks to the parents if they need it you know that that's <laughs> that's well appreciated I can tell you that from my family it's well appreciated when you say hey I'll come watch things for a day or help with it when you're not feeling as well you know I went last year uh, around this time or a little bit earlier with when my daughter had to have a surgery and helped with the baby um there's many ways that we can be part of it and then we it's such a win-win remember the win-win wins it's a win-win-win because it's a win for you it's a win for those that you're helping it's a win because you get connected to those babies and those children and that love and light energy and it's so beautiful and so wonderful and so amazing <laughs> And it's part of who you are and and it becomes part of who you are and part of your experience to learn through their beautiful spirit to learn through their beautiful eyes through their beautiful connection through their beautiful awareness for the simple truths of love that they share with you a so win 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 because then you're happier and joyful they're happier and joyful and guess what so is the world because both of you all of you everyone involved is bringing in their love their inspiration and all that who they are into the world for all of us and tonight before we start our our meditation i'm going to, we're going to start the meditation we're going to let the music play us out so that you can take this meditation this spiritual experience to the depth that you need to tonight and before we start, I've got to give a big shout-out to Elizabeth and her beautiful music that you've been hearing on the show. We have been working behind the scenes on and, and bringing even more mix of music in. There's some technical things there, but we're working on it. But without her beautiful music, it's, it's a big part of the experience we're going to give you, so I'm so thankful. And it's, a, it's Elizabeth DeFreyas and HeartsoundsbyElizabeth.com. by Elizabeth.com. Right in the show's description is where you can link up with her music, listen to albums of this beautiful music you've been hearing tonight. Many, many more songs and meditation experiences you can have with their music. It's all free. You can go there and just listen. And then you have the choice to give a little tip if you want to and say thank you, Elizabeth, for sharing your beautiful music. (coughs) Excuse me. You can also purchase music. Uh, And many of the streaming services, like Sirius Radio, also now have Elizabeth's music. So that's beautiful as well. So thank you, Elizabeth. We're very grateful for your music. We're very grateful for the connection that your music gives us to our souls and to our consciousness and to healing, which we need so much. As well, my friends, we appreciate you, you the listener. We appreciate that you take time for your love, for your relaxation, for your peace, for your awareness, for your experience to be with us. And we're going to be with you again on Friday night of a very special Friday night, spiritual night planned, Being Elijah, one of my favorite spiritual dudes. We're going to be talking about and com- and doing a lot of spiritual awareness about how we're all Elijah in a way and how we can all be Elijah in a way. So I love it. So join us for Friday night, spiritual night. And thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being part of the show if you'd like to support our show support our mission anyway if you just have some questions some comments some experiences you want to share it's easy to do just reach out to relax be at gmail.com it's been our email for years now <laughs> and you can reach out and say Charles I just want to share an experience I just want to share a comment I just want to say thanks for a show and if you're feeling blessed and you're feeling called and you're feeling touched in your life then you know what I like this message. I like that Charles is sending a message of love and light. I like these experiences, and you have some prosperity in your life and are able to. Please consider making either a one-time or a monthly donation. It's easy to do. You can just send the email and let us know. It all goes from there. It's very easy and seamless and beautiful. And we thank you for it. And if you're out there and you're listening and you're enjoying, but right now you're not in a place where you can contribute, my friends, that's absolutely okay with all of us the reason we do our show is to reach out and help those at a time that they might need it the most to give time to connect to peace to love time to have some healing and some wholeness and time just to take a few minutes and relax and allow yourself to remember some of the truths and experiences that are part of you being all of who you are. So allow yourself to get comfortable and relaxed. We'll let the music play us out so that you can have a beautiful experience tonight. We're to have a guided meditation, spiritual experience for connection of mind, body, and conscious to your soul, to your life, and to the source of it all. And to reach out and connect spiritually, consciously, soul to soul, with the beautiful babies and children in your life. allow yourself to get comfortable and relaxed. nothing to think about nothing to do this is your time and your place to completely relax To just allow yourself to let go to allow yourself to be in a good and peaceful place nothing to think about nothing to do just allowing some of the thoughts some of the awareness that was flowing to your mind as we were talking and cheering earlier this evening and allow some of those thoughts, some of that energy, some of what it tickled in your own mind to just drift into your consciousness. Is for a few moments, you just let your mind and body relax and be in a peaceful place. Nothing to think about. Nothing to do. Just easily relaxing. Just allowing yourself this time and this place to relax. And be peaceful. To remember your own connection to your consciousness and your awareness. Your connection to this beautiful planet around us as it moves from winter to spring. As it moves on this always cycle, this always cycle of new life, Of the beautiful expressions of life The beautiful ways that we experience our lives And we see the cycle of all those that were mentors and peers in our life And the older that we get, the longer that we spend in these avatars We know that we begin, at least here among us To lose some of those avatars who we were close to Who we were connected with or we feel that spiritual connection. We see and we experience in the flowers and the trees, but even more so in our animal babies and in our human babies, the connection to love and light and soul and source. The beautiful miracle that is our soul, our mind and our bodies. That is all of who we've been and all of who we will be and who we are in this moment. Allow yourself beauty and peace and relaxation. Allow yourself to reach deep within and touch all of the parts of yourself, all of the parts of your consciousness. All of the experiences that you've had in your life... The experiences that have been inspiring and beautiful and amazing... And the experiences that have been a struggle... Or some hurt... And allow yourself to feel the love and the peace... And the relaxation flowing deeper and deeper into your soul... More and more into your consciousness... Bringing a healing and a peace and a love... To every part of your life. To every moment of your experience. Allow yourself to remember the joyful, amazing spirit and soul and mind and body of yourself in this lifetime. When you came into this world as a baby and a child to experience all the things that you could. All the imaginations. All the inspiration, all the experiences that have brought you to be all of who you are in this moment, connecting for a few moments with all of the beautiful spirits and babies around you, maybe your own children, maybe the people, the beautiful humans, the beautiful souls, the beautiful minds and bodies that have become... Part of your spiritual experience And part of your physical lifestyle The way it's the look in your eye The look in their eyes when they look at you The way they laugh The way they smile The way their soul connects with your consciousness And in those moments remind you Of how beautiful and precious This life is And our souls and consciousness are just take a few moments and allow yourself love, allow yourself peace, allow yourself to connect with your own inner child and that childlike wonder of the connection of the universe, of all the things that the source provides in this beautiful experience we call being human on planet earth all of the things that we can see and hear and experience and smell and taste and touch and feel all the ways that we can hold a new baby, newborn baby in arms and just feel that love and that consciousness flowing between us flowing with us connecting to us reminding us of how beautiful and amazing that we all are reminding us of how conscious and calm and connected we all can be. Bringing us closer and closer to remembering and being aware in more and more moments of our life and our consciousness of who we are and why we're here and what we came to experience. Of the wisdom and the inspiration that we're connected to, that we're a part of. That we in our confidence and our strength and our wholeness can, with great joy, be all of who we are. Beautifully, peacefully, wonderfully, all of who we are. allow the flow and the love and the light and the energy that's flowing into your mind and body in this moment to bring you the healing and the inspiration to allow your mind and body to feel more and more relaxed more and more in the flow of this beautiful healing calming peaceful energy nothing to think about nothing to do just relax just allow allowing yourself a few moments to connect with all of who you are. To connect with the beautiful souls that you share this life with. To send love and light and inspiration and strength to all the little ones in your life. Starting with the little one in your own heart. Starting with the little one that you are and flowing out into all the little ones, no matter how big they become, that are part of your life, part of your consciousness, part of your reality. Just allowing yourself to become more relaxed, more connected, more in the flow of your consciousness, of your awareness, of your soul. Allow yourself to let go and experience all that you need to see, hear, sense, or feel in this moment. Allow yourself to be in a flow of sending love and light, inspiration and strength into all the little ones in your life, to the little one in your heart feel the connection and the flow from their souls and their consciousness flowing back into yours together creating this flow of inspiration this flow of strength this flow of healing from your heart and consciousness to their heart and consciousness and back how much you love them how much they've already brought so much awareness and beauty and spiritual connection into your life and now you're going to allow yourself to sense and feel any more, even more as you allow the flow of love and light and inspiration to flow back to them in this beautiful circle of flowing inspiration flowing healing, flowing peace from your soul to their soul Whether they're physically with you in the house or in your home where you're thinking of those children or grandchildren or nieces or nephews or the neighbor kids down the street that just need some love and some support and some inspiration and wisdom and strength in their lives. allow yourself to connect and be in the flow of the ways that you might heal your own child, your own inner child, in the ways that you might bring healing and peace or inspiration or just a moment of rest and relaxation to the beautiful little ones in your life and allow this experience, this meditation, to go as deeply as you need to, letting go of any stress and anxiety, any frustrations or fears, any discomfort or strain in the body, and disconnecting more and more with this beautiful light, this peaceful energy. Allow it to bring the inspiration, the connection, and the awareness that you need in this moment. Have a beautiful experience, my friend good night.